<laughs> hey there, welcome to Pop Culture Cupid. I'm Alison, love coach, here to help you single people find your way back to love. And I'm Michal, I'm a single life coach. I help singles embrace themselves and their singleness, as well as develop a healthy self-relationship. In this podcast, we will look at how pop culture impacts romance, dating, and your love life. And each week, we'll shoot another arrow through another pop culture delusion. I, I thought we weren't going to do the whole cheesy <laughs> thing. And then burst into smithereens. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's so cringe! <sighs> Sorry, it's in the intro now. <laughs> if you make it through the chaos and you enjoy what you hear, please leave a comment, like, subscribe, and go to all the social media. At Popculture Cupid on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Enjoy. enjoy. Hey, hi again. Okay, I think I think hi, we need hi. to be honest. I think we need to be honest that we only took a five-minute break. <laughs> <gasps> yes. Yes, it's been too long. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's the modern world. Let me just... Yeah. yeah. So just so people don't think we're rude and we're skipping on all the formalities and the hi, how are you's. And... Exactly. And why Why are these women wearing the same clothes one week to another? No. <gasps> That's true. We should have switched shirts. <laughs> oh. well, you know what? Maybe some people are not even watching. Maybe they're just listening. And then if we hadn't said anything, they wouldn't even have noticed. Yep, and uh, the cat is out of the bag. Yeah, well, we like to be honest here. We like to be honest here, and <laughs> and I got you waiting around a little bit because my boyfriend arrived because we're having a meal tonight, and look, he brought me roses. Oh, it's so sweet. It's so I sweet. love that. No particular. Although, sorry. No particular reason, he's just the loveliest. That's actually adorable. I, I'm not a huge fan of flowers or receiving flowers, but I think just the gesture itself is yeah. very sweet. So if already we're showing off what our boyfriends bring us, my boyfriend likes to bring me like like the sweet, like the cherry tomatoes because he knows I like them, or garlic or wine and beers and little snacks that he knows that I like. I feel like that's so sweet. I love that. Mm. when they like they're so thoughtful and yes they pay attention it's very cute it's very cute and so easy to do I mean I, I think roses it's a bit it's a bit you know it's a bit <clears> of a budget but you know garlic or bottle of wine and things because because I'm yeah I'm the girly girl like oh I'm happy yeah. with roses and chocolate and perfume like anything I've yeah. been brought up on romantic comedies and I'm proud of it <laughs> Yeah, as you should do. I think every person should own what they love. And I think it's very sweet that he also knows that you love it. So that's why he's investing in it. Yeah. You know, it's like, I think that's the greatest thing about a relationship and a healthy one at that is that with the other person knows you, they're attentive, they listen and they they bring you things that you actually like or, or small things that show that they actually listen to you and pay attention to the small details, so... Yeah, I agree. I agree. And the reason he went food shopping is because, right. So yesterday I was at my parents in the capital of cheese of France. Like we have. Oh, I love that. And so tonight we are inviting friends to have a cheese fondue. Oh, Yummy. Now that I know that you love cheese, I'm going to do that for you when you come in France. Cheese. Oh, yay. By the way, I'm going to France, everyone. Um, okay, in February. Boom yeah we have time um so yesterday 
I thought I'm going to buy cheese. So one kilo of cheese, yeah, a lot of cheese. Mm -hmm. And I forgot of cheese. And what did you do? Got it. Uh, that's the main event. That's what everyone's coming for. <laughs> I, I was one hour coming for the company. They're coming for the cheese. <laughs> I was one hour into a two-hour drive, and I was like, "Oh my god, I forgot the cheese." Ah, uh, anyway, and so because he's amazing, he went to buy some more cheese, and got me flowers. Oh, you hear that, people? Only date people who will drive to get you cheese and rollers. It. I love it. It's, oh, it's actually really sweet. And my um, maybe we should talk about this once. But my love language is acts of service, and I feel like that's the best way, in my opinion, to show love is by is by doing things for, for for the people you love. And it doesn't mean you have to go all out of your way all the time. It just it shows. I think that's what screams love the most is when you really care about someone and you're willing to do things for them just because and without complaining, without saying, oh, why do I need to do this now? Without making you feel bad about it. And just like, just because yeah. we're in a partnership and that's what we do for each other. Yeah, I so, agree. I love that. My, my, I have kind of like, it depends, but I kind of go between two um, love mm -hmm. languages. One is touch. I'm a very tactile person. Uh, yeah. And so I have like... Whenever I, if I sleep on my own, I have teddy bears and things like I need, oh. I need to be, you know, wrapped up. So cute. And the other is like small gifts. And so he mm -hmm. will often, like whenever he will go food shopping, he'll come back with like a small thing of chocolate or like this. He got me this little thing with written je t'aime on it. Oh. So anyway. It's small it, things that are so adorable. Anyway, so I got, he got me in a really amazing mood before our second podcast yay that's fun we love that we should we should have an episode once where, where they both come on and it would be really hilarious does yours speak english yes <laughs> but <laughs> not the great it is yours i love that he's mine he's like my property but yes um he kind of speaks english kind of it's adorable you'll 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 yeah same same with mine he'll he has any he speaks english with it it would be fun if it, it would be very it would be hilarious yeah and us if you want this the to all the listeners all the listeners yeah if you want this it's gonna happen it's gonna happen yeah i know that like with now with like my family and my friends everyone wants to meet him everyone wants to know who's the guy that actually got me off the market because i've been known for the past few years as the single sister or the single friend or the single person who's just so happy on her own and so doing my thing, people were so surprised at that. At like, at just how like, you said you did and, and now everyone's twisting my words. It's so funny to see now in retrospect how people say, hey, you said you never wanted to get married. And you said you said, first of all, we're not getting married yet. We're like not even talking about that yet. But like, I'm like, but I never said that I don't want to get married. I just said I'm not in a rush to get married or to find someone. I'm just enjoying my thing. So it's so funny. I think it's called the Mandela effect where people just misremember things. And funny story, and I'm going to sidetrack here for a moment because I just remembered. On Thursday, he came with me to my cousin's wedding. And suddenly everyone was like, oh my God, you look so happy. We're so happy for you. And it was cute. It was fun. It was exciting. And in the moment, I didn't really think too much of it. 
But only afterwards, I was like, hey, wait a minute. I was happy before as well. It's like everyone's saying it as if it was like, I was so miserable before on my own and suddenly now I'm happy. No, no, I'm not happier. I'm not, you know, more content than I was when I was single. I'm just even more happy or I'm happy in a different way. And I feel like that's kind of a mentality where it just annoys the, <sighs> yeah, yeah. But it was it was cute. I mean, people were very supportive and people were very funny. And everyone's like, when are you getting married? I'm like, huh? So if you're single, it's like, when are you going to find someone? Your clock is ticking. Then you find someone. It's like, when are you getting married and having kids? Your clock is ticking. And then when, you have, when you're married, you're like, when are you having kids? Come on. And so, and then when you have a kid, it's like, when are you having a second one? Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm like going through a rabbit hole here. So you need to stop me at some point. <laughs> no, I'm, yeah, yeah, I feel that. I feel that. And now my, like, and because I know that people are asking my dad, like, when are you becoming a grandfather? As if he yeah. has any say over it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's us gushing about our boyfriends. Let's go talk some rubbish about Lovers Blind. <laughs> yeah. You see, there was a few more things that I actually wanted to say about this. And there was one thing that, again, for who, for those of you who haven't listened, watched, wherever you're consuming this. Um, yes, we've been talking about Love is Blind. We spoke about mainly season three. I feel like we haven't gotten to season four yet. But I kind of want to say something about the whole premise of the show. And I'm very interested to see what you think of this as a love coach. I don't think that this is such a great format to find love. I think love is blind. It's just not going to work because love isn't blind. And it isn't just down to one sense. I mean... You, you're, you're taking away not only the physical look of how someone looks, if they're attractive or not. There's something about being in the same room with a person without a wall between you. Well, first of all, you can really soak up person's vibes. Like there's something about it, like where you feel more of like the presence of a person. And also I feel like, yes, physical attraction is part of it. And case in point, in the show, there was a... Of quite a few of them that didn't work I think a lot of the because of the physical aspect and a lot of them actually switched partners in the middle especially in season four and I feel like also a lot of things get lost in translation when you're not face to face like where you're talking and you sort of without like I mean, I'm assuming also a lot of things are muffled. You can't hear great beyond the wall, but <laughs> I feel like you you miss the little nuances in someone's face, the way they say things, the way they, I don't know. I feel like something there gets lost and it's why so many of the couples don't work because yes, on paper, when you're listening and having a conversation, all is great, but you're only using one sense where there's so much more aspects yeah. to it. Interesting. Um, I have obviously many views on this. And as we just said, my, one of my main love, like my main love language is touch. Mm -hmm. And being French, like, you know, we do levies, which is, you know, the, the kiss on the cheek. Yeah. And it's something kind of, when I don't get it, it's kind of uncomfortable for me. 
not that mm-hmm. I really like genuinely enjoy it it's just that it kind of you know it, it gets off about telling me what this person is like are they a bit brutal are they soft are they kind of gentle so that's one thing that I would be very uncomfortable with and you want the eye contact as well mm-hmm. so if you take away just I I like the idea of of no physical attraction um I disagree I think physical attraction is important but I think that it's less important than what most people think but taking yeah. away the idea of physical attraction it's just eye contact you can tell a lot yeah. of eye contact and same with we were talking about Zinnab and Call and we're not going to go over them again but maybe if they had seen each other maybe if Cole had more time to analyze Zenob's um kind of behavior yeah then there'd be you know we'd know more about what happened and things like that and so I like the fact that you know you want to get to know someone before you see them but it's a whole and uh you know and when they were saying some of them are saying you know it's the biggest biggest decision of your life no in 2023 or 2022 whenever this was filmed marrying someone should not be the biggest decision of your life <laughs> it should feel yeah. it should feel so easy because you've been dating this person you know this person you've gotten to know this person like it should feel like such an easy thing to just decide to get married so i mean i i enjoy because we said it in the previous episode it is good it is quality bad television you know yeah it's so i enjoy watching it but whole loving you know finding love within a couple of weeks and then marrying them within a couple of weeks i will say this i think that it is possible to fall in love within a couple of weeks so i'm going to put an asterisk on that that if you don't fall in love within a couple of weeks that doesn't mean you're not going to fall in love and not everybody does fall in love but i do feel that you know getting to know someone and getting these feelings and just like you connect on such a way that it feels intense can happen but you can also fall out of love very fast and love that has, can last isn't love that happens overnight over a couple of weeks because you can fall in love with someone but then realize that you know that they're an international drug dealer that has enemies <laughs> in the diamond industry and whatever <laughs> you know yeah tinder swindler and all of that so you know you can kind of fall in love and get those feelings of oh I get I'm feeling very good and bubbly around them. But what's sustainable is living with this person for a while and getting to know them in their everyday life and things like that. So yeah. I don't think you can find love in the dark in the pods. I think it's you, know, <laughs> you can okay I'll, I'm going to change that. I don't think you can find sustainable love in the pods. And the proof is that most of the people that got married are no longer married. Yeah. The people who are still married are the ones that kind of you know, they live together and they went through some stuff and now they are, you know, they are stable. But the ones that got to know, you know, got to know each other and stayed together for a bit, they just realized that they weren't made for each other. Yeah. And a lot of them don't even make it to the wedding part. Like a lot of them don't even get married. And I think the, the the faster the process is, the faster it will also end. I feel like when you rush things, it's like you're condensing so much and it's sort of like overwhelming. 
that you overlook so many important aspects. And then when you finally have time to breathe and look at it and suddenly, oh, maybe we're not that suitable because you're sort of rushing into it that you just ignore a lot of things and you're more blinded to a lot of other aspects that you can't see because you're focusing too much on just rushing, rushing, rushing and rating, rating, rating and clout, clout, clout and like exposure, exposure, exposure. And I don't know why I'm saying things three times, but I feel like... Um, no, physical attraction isn't the most important thing. I do feel like it's important. In this like situation, I don't think it's that much of a... Because again, you know, when you come on this show, you know they're not going to bring a lead person. They're not going to bring the average Joe. You know that they're going to be they're going to bring someone who is conventionally beautiful or at least sort of beautiful. They're not going to bring anyone who doesn't look good. Yeah. So you know that, that you're not going to be completely screwed, even if you like sort of whatever. But I feel like, again, you can say a lot about a person when you're just with them in the same room, when you're getting eye contact, when you're feeding their hand on your knee, when you're sort of with them. And I feel like, yes, maybe for the first couple of dates could be interesting to talk and ignore for a moment because that could really help you sort of like rush into things and dive right into the sheets or right into touching which can blind you completely but um oh, oh we're on form i'm not doing it purposely i swear i swear i'm not doing it purposely but i was saying um what was i saying that uh, again it might be good for like a first couple of date things but i think but for the long run you're sort of just postponing the inevitable because it's it, again there's so many aspects to love and there's so many components to it and and you need to use all of your senses when choosing a partner yeah. and so I don't feel like it's especially since they don't I don't think they really care about I think you know what they probably don't want a lot of people to end up together because they want the drama they do and they want the drama and it, it case in point when season four I think there was like two at least two couples who 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 ended up switching their chosen person, which just goes to show that it has nothing to do with not have with not seeing them, yeah, and not having any physical attraction to them. Because I think who was it? I think I wrote down the name somewhere. Yeah, there was the Russian Zach and Zach who who was dating this Russian girl. I think she was, and then he sw- he he switched to Bliss midway through because they didn't have any physical attraction. So. Well, she didn't have physical attraction to him. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's... I would say... I'm going to say this. Physical attraction is not everything. No. But you don't want to be with someone who kind of repulses you. <laughs> well, that would be a... Yeah. No, but, you know, there's something to say, but, you know, it's... And it, this is completely subjective and to each their own, but, you know, I've got... the. I've got a type, you know, I, I think most women have a type and they kind of look similar because it's the whole, you know, maybe Prince Charming or just like this buff guy, you know, we, everybody can like, every single person can say physically, this is the type of person that I prefer. And then there is, you know, there are people that like really repulse me. Like I, I can't deal with people who have bad teeth. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just, you know, I can't. It's I you need yeah. to have good dental hygiene. I can understand that. That's disgusting. And yeah, so 
sorry. Um, it's okay. But then there is everything. We're open here. Exactly. Then we're we're talking. We're saying what we feel. It's our podcast. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's everything in between of you know guys that are not my amazing type, but they don't particularly repulse me. But they're just I'm not feeling the attraction. I'm open to get to know these guys because then you can develop a connection over time because of you know mm-hmm. how you feel around them, how they make you feel, and things like that. And so love lovers blind is not doing that because. Yeah. The real test would have, you know, average people, not these good mm-hmm. looking people. They would just have average people or even people who are, you know, the under average to see really how it is. And then you get the real thing and just people who have, who do realize that it's not important and things like that. So, yeah, so you want to, so that's why dating somebody in the dark doesn't help because you want to make sure that they don't, you know, have these things imagine you're going to date someone who looks exactly like your father Ugh. yeah i mean no you want to see disturbing. Them. you want to see them so you know physicality doesn't make everything i mean next time when we do this uh podcast with our guys my yeah. boyfriend he very early on said that i wasn't his type he said you know you're a beautiful woman and everything but you're not the usual type of woman i would go for yeah and that's just a perfect example of just I mean fine you know we still got you know we got to know each other and it went very fast and it was kind of like just we got we meshed with each other really well but I'm not the type of person he goes for usually and if he had shut the door on that then we wouldn't be together today yeah and I feel like you know what I actually feel like a lot of times we don't really know what we want. We feel like we think we know what we want, but then we don't really. And a lot of times when we, actually when we strip sh- what we want, now we have, find most success. And often people date the same type of typecast because that's their type, but then they keep on failing because they're not willing to, you know, stretch the boundaries a bit or just, you know, go a bit out of, what they're used to this is what happened in the last season mm -hmm. of Robert's Blind where what's his name I'm so we're so bad with names but basically they really clicked in the pods and then they came out and he said you're really not my type and he was just not able to go beyond that yeah yeah it happens a lot well look I, I also think that one of the main things that differentiate friendship and a romantic relationship is the physical attraction, the physical touch, the, the 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 chemistry and things like that. So obviously, if you're just talking beyond the wall without the physical touch, it's just a friendship at, to, at that point. You know what I mean? It's not, you know, which is important. It's important to be friends in a relationship, but but you have to have that attraction to to sort of differentiate whether it's just a friendship or not what makes our relationship different and by our I mean you and I from yours with your boyfriend or mine with my boyfriend is that kind of physical attraction and that Mm -hmm. tactileness and just things like that even okay fine we are you know far away from each other geographically (laughs) but even if sometimes you know JT and I we are in different areas and so we call what makes that call different is that because, you know, he might tell me I'm beautiful, I might send him a kiss and 
and you are beautiful yeah. Michelle, by the way you know this oh um, thank you you're welcome but it's just you know we are attracted so are you by the way oh, I'm just admiring my roses uh <laughs> yes but um no it's it's that thing you know we want to I want to attract him I want to flirt with him I want to have that kind of mm-hmm. sexual kind of undertone that you yeah. cannot have if you don't know what that person looks like no you can't and then when you see them it's sort of and here's the problem is that when you when you postpone it it's even more painful because now you have this connection that you built in the pods but then you're sort of even more disappointed because you see each other and you see that there's no attraction or they're just not for you they're not your type or whatever it is yeah and so you're sort of like just even more disappointed you're even more hurt because you sort of you're more emotionally invested in into it so yeah it's important to not you know base all your choices on physical physicality but if you're taking it away completely then again you're going into it blind and I don't like doing things without my eyes open but I mean pun after pun but I agree I know but the, yeah, you don't want to go into things blind, and yeah, the whole expression. I mean, this is it's. I mean, it's not that deep, but love is blind. It doesn't mean that you don't need to care about what they look like. It means that some of the things they do, you can just close your eyes and it doesn't exist. Yeah, that's that. That's what that means. But going into any situation, you want to be fully aware. Yeah. Oh. And you know what else, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, is I feel like the physical part or the appearance part or the chemistry part that you can only feel when you're together is how you also differentiate which person you actually want to be with. Because obviously in the pods, you see this a lot, they catch feelings or they like multiple people. And so I feel like at the end of the day, it's so much harder to decide to go with. And normally the chemistry you have with the person or the physical attraction that you have with the person is what will break that tie. And when you don't have that, you're more prone to making mistakes or going for the wrong person, in my humble opinion, I guess. Yeah, completely. I obviously 100% agree. (laughs) I mean, the whole dating several people and things like that I get that I mean you don't want to be you know you and I have slightly different things of when it comes to helping single women where you're going to focus your priority on getting them to be good feeling single and I'm going to focus my priority after they've done that work then I'm going to get them to dating things again and I'll tell them you date several people at the same time like this is a priority you're not wasting time here but it's only a couple of people and it's you you know they know they know very quickly how they feel around these people mm-hmm. and usually women i don't know about men but usually women they can feel when the guy there's something wrong with it yeah and having and being in a different place like having a wall between you you don't get that just like energy exchange of just no you know this non palpable thing of just you can't tell yeah and I feel like a lot of times, like you're, you're, you're literally talking to a wall. So you don't know how your words are landing. You don't know how they're being taken. 
you sort of you can't jump off each other's reactions or facial expressions or eye contact there's a lot of things that are getting lost there and I think it's good to at least in the beginning to not put all your eggs in one basket and to 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 date a few people and see what's best for you but again without having that person right there in the room with you then what are you you really do so again we're, we're circling back to the fact this is just for entertainment because it's a social they say it's a social experiment but obviously with just about a 10 percent success rate it's not a very successful yeah experience experiment and yet it continues to a third fourth and probably fifth season because people are watching it because people don't care about the success rate people just want the entertainment and want to see other people crumble in love I don't know to feel sort of not alone in that kind of distress of finding love yeah yeah and I feel like a lot of the problem is I think we were talking about this in one of the previous episodes like we have this notion of um of just growing up with all the fairy tales and love stories and I feel like I see this a lot when watching these shows that you expect things to be perfect you expect things to just fall into place and be all rosy and pink when at the end of the day relationships take hard work and you see this as a love coach you just spoke about the guy you were talking to who's trying to save his relationship it's not all pink and rosy it shouldn't all be pink and rosy and that's I think one of why one of the reasons why so many people fail in love, and you can see this again and again, all of these reality shows. Yeah, exactly. And you wanna, it's we live in a generation where people give up very easily, and divorce rates are extremely mm-hmm. high. And so, yes, there are some marriages and relationships that need to end, just because of toxicity and violence and all of this. But a lot of relationships, they end because people just stop putting in effort and they give up. Mm -hmm. And it's such a shame because imagine you're you're on a 10-year relationship and then you end it. And let's say it's just because you give up. That means you have to start again from the beginning with the next one. Whereas if you kind of fight and get over that 10-year thing, then you can continue building and going up and up and up and up. And so instead of just having these like, you know, medium or tiny blocks of relationships you can have one big amazing structure and so yeah I think that's the that's the you know the Hollywood and reality tv of just everything is supposed to be easy if it's not easy you deserve better and you need to get everything together and blah 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 but that also means just giving up quicker and so you don't end yeah. up with a 60-year marriage where you've traveled around the world together and have three kids and, and I don't know, and just have, you know, amazing, like, you don't even need to talk to understand each other. Because if you're divorced and you have kids with somebody else, then you have to pay alimony and energy is, you know, it's divided differently and it's just starting over and over and over and over again. Yeah. And it's a shame. I mean, sometimes it's it's inevitable. But sometimes it's just yeah. you need to push forward. And sadly, I would argue that it is women giving up more easily than men. Interesting. Why do you feel that way? I'm curious. Well, because when, well, first of all, 80% of, of divorces are led by women. That's true. 
But is that more because of them or more because of how they've been treated in the relationship? Well, I say that there, there is definitely a part of how they've been treated in the relationship, but there is definitely yeah. a part of them. I mean, I see some of my male clients, actually all of my male clients are, who are single are single because it's the women that broke up. Mm-hmm. And I can say with absolute certainty that these men are not narcissists or toxic people whatsoever they're just men they may have been clumsy they may have been unaware yeah but they were definitely not toxic bastards that you know hurt these women yeah and so you know and it's you know, women tend to you know tell themselves i can <clears throat> i can better more easily yeah. than men do this being said men will put in less effort than women in a relationship mm-hmm. you know yeah. there is a you know, is, one doesn't go without the other. But women, what I often see, especially with like the women that I have had as clients, why they broke up with their ex-partner and things like that, they would give me a reason. And I said, is that really what, what's important? And they kind of like, but, but I mean, uh, 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 yeah. And it's no, they just, they, that they can't find the middle ground of, well, maybe I need to work on myself or work on the relationship and things like that. Yeah, and that's what happens a lot. Well, first of all, I believe it's probably because, again, we grew up with that notion that we have to find Prince Charming or the knight in shining armor. And and again, I feel like this is why a relationship shouldn't start with sparks and fireworks because when it does, it sort of dies down very quickly and then you sort of, like, but where are the fireworks? I want them back. And sort of, but when you're easing into it and you're just doing yeah. it naturally. And my friend and I were talking about this. We were just like talking about how we love with just chill vibes, like just chilling. And it's like, it, not in a way where it's sort of like, yeah, like, you know, it's sort of like half fast, but more in the way of just, it's, it's just good, pure love where you're just relaxed in it and you're just not over dramatic with your love and you're not overly intense with your love and you're not like sort of like in love to the point where you can't think straight or where you're putting the person on a pedestal and that's a lot of times where these things falter where you're sort of expecting them to be that way you're expecting to be in love beyond your anything in your world and when you don't feel that way you think that something's wrong and I feel like a lot of times that happens when you don't have enough things going on for you in your life and your relationship is your main thing. Like you were talking about beforehand, how getting married is the greatest decision or greatest thing, the biggest decision of your life or the greatest thing that will happen to you. And it isn't. And no, it isn't. Not, and, yeah. and again, this is a huge contributor to that. When you think that this is the greatest thing you're going to do, then of course you're not, you're, you're not going to be willing to settle for anything. And of course you're going to expect everything to be rosy and pink and perfect with capital letters yeah 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 yeah, 100% agree I mean in France we have this expression um called coup de foudre which the meaning of that means love at first sight but it's the way you translate it is a thunder strike and so Mm -hmm. they mean you know love hits you like thunder but if you think about it thunder is destructive would you rather a thunder create a forest fire and be destructive or just light a little match, put it in the chimney and just like make it go, you know, 
catch on fire and then just look <sighs> after it and it'd be cozy. You see what I mean? I but, love that analogy. I love it. I want to give you standing ovations. But I'm, thank I'm, you. Thank you. I'm going to, I'm going to take yes. it I love it. You should write it down. Why is that not an Instagram post or real I'm, or something? Why I'm is that write not it viral down. yet? Okay, 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 okay. I mean, write it down. Up. Oh my god, this happened at thirteen fifty-seven. I'm writing it down. It's a timestamp, and I'm, I'm yes. keeping it as gold. It is gold. It is gold, and it's exactly right. It's spot on. Oh, I love that. I absolutely love that. But what were we saying? That you want, you don't want love to be overwhelming at the beginning. You want to tend yeah. to it, and you want it to grow fast. And this being said, I, if there is some excitement, you don't want to be afraid of it either. You just want to be wary mm-hmm. of it. You just want to okay, this excitement is not going to last forever. It's just, you know, it would be like going on a roller coaster for people who enjoy that. You enjoy yeah. the two minute rush, but you can't be on that roller coaster for hours and hours and hours. You're just you're going to throw up. I'm I'm staying yeah. here. It's amazing. Yeah, I watched a video once on TikTok from this woman. I'm, I'm I'm going to butcher this. She said it so beautifully, and I unfortunately do not have um the the highest skills of reenacting things, but I'll try uh, or retelling things. Um, she was talking about how everyone is so like when when they look back on their relationship, how their most memorable time or their most loved time was in the beginning where everything was perfect and pinky and sparkly and whatever. And she was like, I feel like my hero now is the greatest time where I wake up every morning with my partner and I say, this is when I love you most and tomorrow I'll love you even more. And I just love this person here and now. And I feel like a lot of times this happens because we focus too much on that beginning phase where it's cute, it's fun, it really is, but but and and I feel that way now with my boyfriend. Where every day that passes, and I feel more and more comfortable with him, I just feel like I have more space to just have fun and relax and do things and 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 just I don't know, focus on better things rather than focus on the past and what was and what is, and just enjoy each phase that comes. There's an episode in Friends where Chandler and Monica kind of like Monica becomes a bit panicky because they are outside of this honeymoon period mm-hmm. I remember and, that and so she she's saying oh I'm worried like there's no more spark blah 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 and Chandler goes I enjoy where we are now of just being comfortable with each other and understanding each other and like mm-hmm. knowing that we can rely on each other and and I thought that's great that is because you know I also enjoy the beginning and the Russian things but I also enjoy being able to just wake up not care about how I look and in general I'm not a big you know makeup or hair like as you can tell today I'm not wearing any yeah neither am I but you don't I've never seen you wear makeup I don't I I put on some makeup last week for the well not makeup makeup I put on like eyeliner and the most I do every day well not every day but when I go out of the house I can't go out without mascara because I just love mascara but other than that, I, I rarely ever... I, makeup, I don't put, like, the foundation or whatever. Yeah, I never yeah. put that on. But, so, I mean, yeah, we're, we're similar like that way. But sometimes, you know, yeah. I, I'll wear a nice, nice clothes and things. and like. But I also enjoy just being lazy and not caring and still being with my boyfriend and just being lazy together and not pretending that I'm this, you know, 
oh, I enjoy the museum and blah, blah, blah. So no, I just, yeah. I, I want to Netflix, Netflix and chill with you. No sexual innuendo. I just want to do nothing in my PJs and eat popcorn. Yeah. But isn't that the most adorable thing in the world when someone loves you, you like in your like sort of naturalist moments? I yeah. feel like I, we had it like last night we were, we were laying down in bed and my hair was like a complete mess. And he was like, oh my God, your hair is, is like so messy. And I'm like, and you still love me? And he's looking at me with like these bright eyes. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so in love. And it's like, or maybe it's just the fact that he did that to me. <laughs> I don't know if that's TMI, but like to my hair. But yeah. Yeah, it's cute. You want to be comfortable. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's, it is. I agree. It's the cutest and it's the best. And as soon as you've got, you've got no more pressure to be, kind of just the best version of yourself so this is what mm -hmm. I say when you are dating you want to be the best version of yourself because you want to give yourself every single chance yeah. but you want to let go of that very soon and be able to just be yourself because that's what's sustainable you can't be the best version of yourself 100% of the time it's like yeah. going for a job interview you want to go as the best version of yourself but you're not going to be the best version of yourself all the time at work and that's mm -hmm. fine it's the same with dating and I enjoy way more when I'm not the best version of myself you know last week I was on my period and I get really bad stomach pain at mm. the beginning you're not gonna go and see the guy you're just gonna stay at home well he was here and just you know cuddling me and he made me hot chocolate and it was fantastic yeah that's adorable and I feel like that's look I'm all for like being your best self I don't believe in like going in with like trying to be some someone you're not just be natural just be yourself and I feel like that's another problem with these shows and why they're so problematic is because it's either one of two cases either you come on and you're so consciously aware of the cameras so you're like sort of holding yourself more properly or differently or putting on a bit of a show for the cameras because obviously there's not much you can do about it even with us with our conversation now it's so natural but we have a camera on us so obviously we're going to be you know slightly different adjusting ourselves and we're going to be talking yeah we're, gonna, we're not going to be as we are in real life or when we're having a conversation not on camera so that can make us put on a bit of a show and be a bit different so the person doesn't especially when when they can't see, they'll know that you're putting on a bit of a show for the cameras. So that's one. Or we were talking about this beforehand. I think, what was their name? With Matt, you were saying that Colleen was talking about that, that he was like sort of like overwhelmed with the cameras. It can make you do a lot of stupid things or come off like a person that you're not or be paranoid or be like antsy and crazy. And so it, it, it sort of, how did I even get to this? But yeah, I think I'm putting on a, putting on a show sort of, especially on camera it makes you become a different person and then so when you are off camera or when sort of that bubble bursts or the pink phase dies down you're sort of left with someone that the other person doesn't really know because you've been putting on the front this whole time yeah. and that's why I believe to be yourself as as early as possible so the people they don't like it then that's okay because you can't be the person for everyone and I felt that way my first date with my boyfriend I was like I'm not I'm done with like trying to impress I'm done with trying to like be someone that you're gonna like and want to date me for 
I'm just going to come myself. And if you don't like it, there's the door. Yeah, but you're still going to show up clean and... Oh, for and, sure. And you're but I would do that gonna... to my friend as well. I'm not going to do... You know what I mean? I'm not going to go over... Like, for my first date with my boy... Well, he first of all, he took me to the, to the local park and we had, like, a cute picnic at night. So it was, like, very uh, informal. Like, we're both like that. So it's, like, very fitting. I came with jeans and this basic sweatshirt which was which I actually bought from the men's section so I was like I'm coming like my naturalist like I'm not even putting so yeah yeah exactly you just want when I say best version of yourself it's that it's just you're not gonna come and just complain and be kind of oh for sure after the gym and things like that you just want to be yourself put your best foot forward but you want to be sustainably yourself and I agree with these Mm -hmm. with these shows you know that so much makeup I mean actually there was one you know the um, in the fourth season the Pilates instructor instructor oh I have oh I didn't actually write it down because they're not together anymore he cheated on her that was so sad she I think was the most genuine like oh she was lovely like Raven I feel so bad for her Raven oh yeah like she genuinely, she felt like just I'm just gonna be. So it helps to be a beautiful woman and just like be in the yeah. But I felt like she was just the normal version of herself. She did. It didn't feel like putting on a show. Whereas Zeneb and Alexa, they definitely just put on a show. For oh, them. for sure, for sure. Yeah. No, it's important to to yes to come. Like you know, it is important to show that you care. I feel like at the end of the day, that's what it comes boils down to. Because you're not gonna come like. Oh, I'm just gonna come whatever like half asleep or without any effort at all you want to show that you can that you're present and that you're doing this with intention but you also don't want to come and start putting on a show and pretending to be someone that you're not because at the other day that's not going to create a relationship that lasts yeah. because first of all eventually they're going to discover who you really are and second of all you're going to be get, become very jaded from putting on a show for so long and you want to be with someone who accepts you as you are, who sees how weird and quirky you are and loves you for it even more. 100%. And it's sort of the thing that I tell people is just, they will look at you because they are attracted to you, but they will stay because you are vulnerable, because you're being your stupid mm-hmm. self and all of this. Like <laughs> The whole thing, they yeah. will love you for your faults is true. Like, they will see what's wrong with you and still love you because they know that you're not putting on a show because light doesn't exist without darkness as in yeah if you are perfect 100% of the time then they don't know the difference about what's true and what's not true whereas yeah. if sometimes you're just very negative and you're down there and things like that it goes to show that the good times are really amazing yeah and let's face it Perfect doesn't exist. There's no such thing as perfect in anything in life. So if you're being perfect, I think that's an indicator that you're being fake. And and it's boring. It really is boring. It's like, I want the... And I don't mean that I want drama and spice because I don't. I mean, I want your authentic self. I want to see the weird, quirky, stupid ridiculous childlike side of you as much as I want to see also the intellectual smart and clever and put together side of you I want I don't want to just see that perfect 
front that everyone puts up and I don't want you to adapt yourself to exactly what I need because that's not a partnership at the end of the day and that's just gonna end up crumbling yeah I want to see the worst version of yourself to know what to expect if it happens yeah yeah I was actually talking to my boyfriend about this is that we knock on wood boy we don't argue we don't fight we don't we don't like you know point pinpoint petty things and then blow it up but we did have like one big argument at the beginning like right in the beginning and I feel like we were talking about this the other day I said I'm so glad that that happened and I'm so glad it happened when it froze can you hear me yeah I'm so glad that that happened Oh, I said I'm so glad that that happened. So I'm so glad that that happened when it happened because I feel like it highlighted for both of us, first of all, our own insecurities and our own um, um, sore points and what both in each other and each for our own. So we know what, you know, what's, what is bothering us and how we can fix it. And also right in the beginning, so you know, what you're going into I know what his pressure points are I know what bothers him and I know how I can prevent it or how I can what I can do differently so I'm not you know pushing on those pressure points and 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 I feel like it's important and that's how you have a healthy relationship when you see this blow up and you take it as a learning curve and it's something that's important in a relationship especially in the beginning well, you know who this person is, you know who their sons are, and you know what triggers these things. Yeah. And so you can adapt appropriately, not in a way like, oh, I'm just going to be fake from now on and I'm going to avoid this. No, but in a way where you can both maturely and, and in a healthy way discuss these things and move past it. And I'm proud to say that we've we've dealt with it very maturely and that's why our relationship today is so healthy. Yeah. Yeah, you want to get through these rough patches because they're just meant to be there. Yeah. Life is rough. And what makes life more beautiful is just getting over those rough patches and not stopping at them. Yeah. And not expecting them to not happen or not expecting or or expecting or seeing them as red flags. They're like, no, no, this shouldn't be happening. And look, they could be. I think we we're also discussing this. It's like I told him I was I was a bit hesitant at first because I thought this thing that blew up now could either be a red flag or it could be a one-time thing that we learn from and move on. And then if it happens again and if he blows up again and again from the same thing, I'm like, okay, no, this is already a red flag. This keeps happening. This is a pattern and this is something that I can't deal with. Whereas if it's something that happens once you learn from it and do better next time and you show that you consciously want to do better, then that's something else entirely. And you have to learn how to be open-minded in such a way and see things in a way that, you know, you know how to differentiate whether it's a red flag or just something that you need to work on. Because at the end of the day, we're human beings and we all make mistakes. Yeah. We all have issues and we all have baggage for Oh, that's something I hate in dating where people are, I want someone without so much baggage so yeah sorry <laughs> I agree yeah Conclusion and I think these sorry go go go, go. 
I was going to say, I feel like this show also brings a lot of people with only baggage because, and that's what makes it so, so interesting, which again, circling right back to the whole premise is that they want rating, they want people to watch and they want the drama. So they bring interesting people. They bring the people with the, the baggage. They're not going to bring an average Joe that has nothing going on in their life, no drama, nothing. They're going to bring people with sub stories or they're going to bring people with with crazy traits or they're going to bring people who are going to serve drama and buzz and whatever so yeah yeah i agree it's everybody has baggage yeah sure okay i would say everybody has baggage make sure that they kind of let that baggage be theirs and not let it overwhelm you but be understanding mm-hmm. of it at the same time yeah for sure I feel like a lot of times like when you come into a new relationship and it's inevitable not to have a, a few scars from previous relationships so you're like sort of wary you want to make sure that you're not making the same mistakes you want to make sure that you're not dating another person who's just going to hurt you in the same yeah. ways again and so obviously you don't want the baggage to become from a different relationship to be like this relationship but you also can't ignore it you can't like sort of send it off and let it get lost in the world of luggage but luggage and baggage (sighs) yeah fun fun tell us what your baggage is to this my baggage i don't have baggage i'm such a lightweight um oh i know what my baggage is i'm a very cold person i'm very british in that way that's my british side no it will Look, I, I'm very, I'm not sure if this is considered baggage, but I'm very cautious with who I open up with. And I'm very cautious with who I allow myself to get attached to. So at first, and this is something that my boyfriend had a, a bit of an issue with in the beginning, because he didn't know how to to even, like in Hebrew, I was saying, you don't know, I didn't know how to eat you up. Like I didn't know how to, 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 to process this. Because I can be very cold and distant at first. It takes me a long time to warm up and be, it's sort of like a defense mechanism, I guess. Like sort of, because I don't like getting attached or, and it happened a lot where you get attached to someone and then you just get heartbroken. So you sort of like, I'm just going to be cold and I'm not going to let you in until I'm 100% sure. Or I'm going to, you know, try to chase you away and see if you, if you actually run. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? I overanalyze. Mm. the problem is I, I can't, I'm good at reading people but then when I'm with people too often I overread yeah I just need to let people be themselves and not read too much into it yeah it's hard to let that go to just take yeah. things at face value or to just you know but that's the beauty of having a relationship and again I come back to this, this is the beauty of having a relationship of just being open and talking to each other and just being yourself because Things on surface level, not like not superficial. I mean, things are over the surface, like not like nothing is kept under the surface, sort of like in a way of just things are just open and you talk about things. Like a lot of times we discuss like really heavy matters as if we're talking about the weather because that's what keeps our relationship healthy because we're, we're always on point. We're always saying things and it's not what we say is what we mean. And we know, you know, we don't say things in like riddles and we don't you know play all these games you just and that's so important in relationships and I think that's something that in your 20s I'm not sure how much you're capable of because you thrive on drama and you thrive on also also you learn from it 
you just learn from them. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's important to learn from things. And I think, yeah. <laughs> Let us know what your baggage is in the... Ah, uh, yes. We want all the dirty details. Or your baggage or somebody else's baggage that you were in a relationship with or are in a relationship with. Yeah, that would be very interesting to hear. We wanna, we wanna hear all, all the details of we like all the details, and yeah, all the podcast, all the social media, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and then Spotify and all that. But you can't comment on Spotify. yeah. So yeah, on the well, you, if well, they can come follow us, we also have our own social media. I guess we can link it down below wherever they're watching, listening to this. We'll link it. We'll link it. And we'll speak to you soon. Yeah, and let us know what you thought of uh, Love is Blind and if you believe love is blind and if you believe that people should ignore luggage or things like that. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Yay.